Hey, so I'm just sitting here in the airport, and I uh, thought it would be good to record a conversation I had with my brother, JC. Uh, this is more of like a confessional, right? But it's just kind of processed. I got to process what I'm feeling with the Lord. And so there's times in ministry where you have experienced a fervency for the gospel like none other. And then you look at sometimes people in the church and your community, and you think, oh, if you guys could only understand the gospel, if you could only see how much more worth it it is to give up your life and follow him. And it gets kind of lonely because there's, it's rare to find Christians who are spurring you on for good works and wanting you to live holy and wanting to say, hey, you know what? Let's get in the word tonight. Let's pray tonight. How about we get together, worship? Let's go out and knock on neighbors' doors and meet them, right? That's a rare person who holds that, that level of desire for Christ. And I realized that, number one, you have to look at my life. And I'm like, ah, are there places I'm not doing that? I need to be integrity in, have integrity and see, like, if that's the desired outcome, I need to embody it. <clears throat> but the other thing is I was angry with God not knowing it because I was really frustrated because I've been crying out for so long. God, just open their eyes. Make them see how worth it the gospel. Would they surrender everything to follow you? Would you be the utmost thing that they chase after? I've been praying to God for this, and I've been doing Bible studies, discipling people, and I've just been like working really, really hard to the point of anxiety and stress and frustration. And I kind of sat back and I was like, God, I feel like I'm working harder than you. What's going on with that? And, um, the underlying thing there is maybe like I am working harder than God, these different things, but that's not really what I'm mad about. I felt like I was more concerned about them than God. And we work so hard out of a place of love, but our love isn't always pure. And the question I asked myself is, would I care so deeply about the conversion of these people if I was not their pastor? Because for some reason, the success of my spiritual life is dependent on how much they love Jesus. That's a deep question. That's worth thinking on for a while. And I think there is part of my identity is wrapped, on, wrapped up in the success of the other Christians around me. I thank you right now, Holy Spirit, for revealing this to me. And Jesus, make me like you. I repent of the way that I put my identity in other things and I, I put it in you. Like, I, I, God, I want to put it back in you wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. But the question here is, I think for us as Christians, one, our love will never be more pure for people than Jesus. And we don't want to... Um, limit the process of creation, right? JC pointed this out. Took seven days. God intentionally took seven days to create. He intentionally takes seven uh, figurative days, a symbol, symbolic days, right? Of creation in the Christian. It's a slow process of sanctification, of conversion. If God's patience is measured in millennium, so should ours. And so we must fervently not lose zeal by the power of the Holy Spirit. And at the same time, be very patient. And it's really hard to hold all of our all 100% zeal with 100% contentment. That's a challenge. But that's where Christ is at, waiting for the Father to act.
waiting for the Father to put in places, and then watching him move because the Holy Spirit is the only one who awakens dead bones. It doesn't matter, J. Drew pointed this out from the idea of Jackie Hill Perry, it doesn't matter how hard you shake and yell at a dead body, it won't come alive until the Holy Spirit changes the state of that person. And so, summary. One, don't work harder than Jesus. Number two, you don't love people more than Jesus. So number three, don't put your identity in other people, but rather wholeheartedly pursue Jesus with integrity and see um, in patience what he desires for them to understand about new creation and pray unceasingly, my friends, for the, for the world to realize what the gospel is offering to us and would the church actually believe it and live it. My friends, I spur you on for good works. Like me, lean into the heart of the Father, repent, and let's move forward in love. Live a constant lifestyle of repentance. What does Jesus want to offer us at the church? Little airplane thoughts before I travel. Thank you, JC, my brother, for sharpening me and being a conduit of the Holy Spirit to lead me towards repentance and a new way of life again. Love, guys.